Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. God, I love being in a studio where I can hear myself in the microphones. Right? Isn't it orgasmic? Uh, mm -hmm. So nice. Because when you have regular AirPods in and you record on Zoom, it actually blocks the sound of your own voice. No, no, it only blocks the sound of your voice because you refuse to buy some just really cheap headphones. And I don't know why. You can't even plug those into a computer anymore. Yes, you get a dongle. A what? A dongle. Sounds like an elephant penis. What's a dongle? A dongle is an, is a, a, an adapter. So you plug it in. This is a dongle. Doesn't a dongle sound like an elephant penis? Not just a dong, but a dongle. It's got a penis vibe to it. Yeah, very. I don't think you can go into the Apple store and say, could I please buy an elephant penis? You never know. And uh, any device that has kay. this type of uh, penis, yeah. and then you put in the, into it. the vagina. Okay. Well, welcome. You, you, this is your job. Oh, welcome to Back in the Saddle with Jillian and Janice and Jake. We're in the studio today, team. Yeah. I'm in Los Angeles. We're going to make a concerted effort to do these from the studio more. Oh, yeah. So the sound is good. Even though you have a beautiful closet that's a recording studio now. Yeah. I built that myself, that closet. Jake, it's lovely. You'd be so yeah. impressed. There's like, there's like foam on the wall. I would yeah. love to see it. You have a picture? No. It's, um, I'll take a picture, though. Yeah, it's nice. We should, you know what we should do is we Tell should me. plant like a, a webcam feed in there 24-7 streaming. <laughs> oh, no, because sometimes I use that same room for other things. Yeah, that's exactly yeah, the exactly. point. <laughs> that's the point. Um, all right. I wouldn't let anybody speak to me because I wanted to catch up authentically. Mm -hmm. Organically. Organically. Yeah. I've seen Janice quite a bit. Jake? Yeah, we haven't seen Jake. I know. I see you through Jake's a camera. beast. Yeah. He's he a looks like a friggin' monster. Thank Look you. at the size of you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I'd be scared of you on the street these I, days. I've put on a few pounds. Yeah. Yeah, that he, was the goal. Even more since I saw you last. Thank you. Looking, Thank you. You're looking sharp. Thanks. What's the latest? It's It's... I, it's so funny, you know, we've worked together for over 10 years now or whatever it's been. And That's unfortunate God. for you. I've, <laughs> I've find myself often now, I'm like, damn, really wish I was listening when I was working with Jillian in the past. Well, clearly you are. Look at you. No, but now, now I'm enjoying the gym. It's, it's become part of my routine and it become part, it's become part of my life where I feel shitty without it. I love it. I love it. And now I enjoy it and look forward to it. And I, I know you, you know? do start to feel shitty without it. Yeah. You know, people used to say this to me and even well into my career as a trainer, they would talk about serotonin and endorphins. And I was like, that's just shit. I hate the gym. I watch the clock. I can't wait for it to be over. But not until my mid 40s did I actually start to feel like I was missing something because I was very good at managing my nutrition and staying aesthetically in the shape I wanted to be in. Mm -hmm. And then you do kind of feel like, oh, if I don't go, it feels like I did something for myself today. It gives you this little sense of accomplishment, like you knocked something out. It's something that's in your control in a world that is just so effing out of our control the whole time. Mm -hmm. You know, it. It, I maybe it does. I think at this point, I think it is impacting me biochemically. Like I am getting that 
little serotonin push, even though for years I really swear I didn't. But I hit the cold plunge after two, which helps. I want to get that's that's my next step and go to a gym that has that because I know. What do you mean the cold you know, plunge? It's, oh, that's a big thing. It's a huge trend. But the, you know People when I started it. it, though? You started this whole thing, honestly, Jake, about a decade ago when you brought up Wim Hof. Janice, yes, find that old school man. gold. Do you remember that? The ice man. I want to say Jake was onto this tip oh. along with the magic mushroom microdose. You're way ahead of the curve. You know what Thank I should you. do is just use, use you <laughs> professionally to tell me what's next. I'm here for it. I swear to God. Jake is very progressive. Janice, I will never forget. He's like, you should get this guy, the Iceman. He's Norwegian. I'm like, are you serious? I do remember that. I really I really wanted to get that guy on the show. Yeah. yeah. But he didn't like speak English and it was hard to book. Yeah, that'd be a really good guest. And he speaks, he does speak, no, he speaks English. It's just not, it's not perfect. He didn't speak great English at the time. Yeah. And the long and the short of it is that this is really the guy, no matter what anyone says, that started this whole, it took a decade, but he's the one that really got people cold plunging. And I started to to get into it after I broke my back in 2021. Because, and this is before it went crazy, crazy. This is when it was like cold showers, just do a cold shower yeah. before it went totally yeah. insane. And I did it because I, I was like, I've got to bring down the inflammation in my spinal cord. I have to. And pregnisone, none of that stuff worked. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it was helping. It was making a big difference, but I didn't have access to a cold plunge. I was doing the cold showers. I was mm-hmm. miserable, but it was helping. And then it just kind of took off in this massive way. And you started to get the kind of, the, there, there's the YouTube people that are always on Rogan and they, they have a huge influence. So it's like Andrew Huberman or Rhonda Patrick. And when they started singing the praises of it on Rogan, that's when it really, I think, exploded. I know you don't like Rogan, Jake, but it, it, it's just a tur- it's a turn off for me just because of his fan base. But no, you're right. That's when it became very popular. You, I know what you're saying. Occasionally, he gets broy, and then they'll get occasionally, but not often. I'm telling you. No, no, it's 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 his fans. Really? Yeah, yes. it's his fan base. Bro, you you listen to an episode of Rogan, bro. Oh man, my cauliflower! I gotta go drain my ear. Hold on. Shut like, up. <laughs> I'm telling you, though, he is. His conversations are really thoughtful, and he's always exploring and he's always learning. I know we've had anyway. I won't get into it because we've been down this road. That said, I think that's what made it go main mainstream. Um, was all those people on Rogan kind of talking about it, and it has a host of benefits. Dr. Lee came on my podcast and talked about it a couple of years ago as well. It has to do with releasing norepinephrine and adrenaline, enhancing mood, activating metabolism by engaging your, quote, brown fat through something called brown fat thermogenesis, which basically means the body's trying to reheat itself and it activates a metabolic enhancement. It has a host of, it's anti-inflammatory. It's really, really, really okay, good for so you. I'm going to interrupt for a second. Please. But, what, but maybe explain to, yeah. to everyone kind of like, what, what are you doing? Like, are, You're I mean, submerging I, yourself in right. temperatures. Of 35 degrees to 50 degrees. And you're getting this at the gym? Not all, which really sucks. So a lot of people are having to buy plunges. But oh, people no, are, is this the people that are converting old freezers into Maybe, plunges? because they're thousands of dollars. I've seen it on... But, yeah. but Wim Hof is like, just take a cold shower. I find that worse because when the cold plunge, you get in, you're up to your neck, and in a minute, I go numb. 
I'm like, okay, you know, it t- I have to keep my hands out because my hands will, it'll actually like, I, I won't be able to ever get warm again. The tissue on your body that cools more quickly is the quote, glabrous tissue on your palms, the soles of your feet and your upper face. So I'll put my hands in for like 10 seconds, take them out for like 30 seconds, put them on my face, put them in. I actually have something my mother was kind enough to give to me called Raynaud's. And it's some sort of like autoimmune thing. I have it very, 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 yeah, very mildly. I have it. Yeah. So your tips, fingertips freeze. Yeah, it's it's like a circulation. That's thing. why you're supposed to wear if you live in cold climate, wear mittens, not gloves, because your fingers, the compression on the fingers. Yeah, because if your if your fingers are touching, your your hands will stay. Yeah, your hands have a good chance of not freezing <gasps> up. Whereas if you're in gloves, your fingers are separated. And oh wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you don't live in cold climate. But. I'm about to. Yes, you are. Jackson so Hall. there you go. Get some mittens. I'll get some mittens. And you could get a string that attaches them like you did when you were a little gal. Well, I did. I grew up in Los Angeles. So. Oh, yeah. Never mind. I have a little gal I'll get you string. Some, I'll get you some. We don't have mittens here. Oh, no. sorry. I'm so sorry. You no. don't even know what a mitten is, do you? Do you know what a mitten is? Yeah, it's when the, all the fingers. I saw that episode <laughs> of uh, Christmas Story. <laughs> I'll get you some mittens before Ralphie. you move to. I have mittens. The big, the big move to uh, Jackson Perfect. the Hole. Yeah. The whole of Jackson. And then the, supposedly the um, this is from a, a Ph.D. named Soberg. The Soberg principle is that to get the maximum benefits out of it, you want to do at least 11 minutes a week. You want to get out when you start to shiver because that's a, a different mechanism by which the body's heating itself up because the muscles are contracting really quickly. Okay. Once you start to shiver, get out and you want to do 11 minutes a week. So I tend to do like three sessions a week, sometimes four. And I go from three to five minutes up until make sure I get usually get about 12 minutes a week. And it does arguably improve insulin sensitivity, mood, and there's all kinds of robust data behind it. I'm not I'm not bullshitting. Now, should people should people have a check like the pickleball? Should people before they jump in there so they don't have a jammer in the old tub? I mean, that's a shock to your system. A jammer meaning a poop? No. What's a jammer? Like a heart attack or something? A heart attack. That's called a jammer? Yes. Yes. Did you, didn't you hear? Didn't you hear? Uh, Fred had a jammer. No. It's a heart attack. <laughs> Sounds like a poop to me. We go to young people gyms. Wow. Yeah. Okay. You know what? Is, Fred had a so jammer. Is there is there something to cold, hot, hot, cold? You know. Interesting. There's the cold, hot, hot, cold. Would really only be at the circulation thing. There's Andrew Huberman does this whole thing about. You know, using cold plunging for different reasons, right? Can you boost human growth hormone? You would have to do cold, hot, hot, cold, but for like hours on end. Mm. And then the body even adapts to it. So it's like once a month, if you want to do a cold, hot, hot, cold, cold, hot, hot, cold, it just seems bananas to me. It's like, it's not reasonable. It's not accessible. Outside of potentially this massive shift in circulation, I really don't see a benefit to it. I haven't read a benefit to it. You could go into a bit of a shock. Because of that. So even Rhonda Patrick, who's a PhD, one of the foremost PhD experts on sauna therapy and cold plunge therapy, waits because she's like, I don't want to pass out. Because mm. if you think about it, when you're in the heat, all the blood is coming to the surface of the skin to cool you down. When you jump into the cold plunge, all the blood moves out of the extremities to protect the vital organs. Mm. What happens to Jake's penis? Shrinks up. Yeah, shrivels. Really? Yeah. Real small. Yeah, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Teensy teens. Haven't you seen the Seinfeld episode where George gets out of the lake 
No, no, but I- <laughs> and and the and Jerry's girlfriend walks in on him naked, and there was shrinkage. No, but but however, if a, a penis is, let's say, this long, it shrinks out. Oh my god, it's, that's, that's not huge. average. That's average. Is that an average? I know that's not average. She's got her fingers almost as wide as her shoulders, guys. No, that's not. That's a dongle that's that a you're horse. describing. No, yeah. <laughs> Okay, what's the average penis size? Six inches? Five, five, inches? five. Five inches. So your penis will just t- t- go to an inch? That's oh, for sure, yeah. Yeah, it'll just Real, shrivel right up. Isn't there, a, isn't there a bone in there? No. No. What? Oh my God. Uh, this really play, is a lesbian I, show. I know. <laughs> no, I know better. <laughs> Don't I, you put me in that box? I thought well, you've got a son at least. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm I'm going here green. So and he's it, a he's a big boy. That kid, he's Brazilian, hung like a horse. But can't men break their penis? Yes, you, you can. Like yes. if you're erect, when yeah, while yeah, you're erect, you have to be erect. My once. So what are you breaking? Yeah, I think you're tissue. bursting like tissue. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It hurts bad, supposedly. It's like a tissue thing that, that Yeah, if you slam that sucker the wrong way, it's a lot of pain. I've heard okay, that. Okay, so in the in the cold plunge, the penis like like an accordion, it just goes I can actually Google this. Hold on. I don't want to see anything though. I don't want to watch. Can you break your penis? I know you can like really break some, but what does it mean exactly? So then when you get out can of the cold plunge, it just slowly your... Penis. Yeah, you know, and, and your 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 balls come closer. Yes, to keep although rare, a penis fracture can occur when there is trauma to an erect penis. A penis fracture differs from other fractures in the body because the penis has no bones. During an erection, the penis is engorged with blood that fills into two cylinders called the corpora cavernosa. If an enlarged penis is bent suddenly or forcefully, oh God, the trauma can rupture the outer lining of the two cylinders. Tunica albuginea, which can oh, result know, in a I penis know, yeah. fracture. This trauma Tunica is most often caused by sexual intercourse, such as when the penis slips out of the vagina and is actually thrust against the pelvis. Oh, God. Oh, well, Jesus. This goes to show, slow the hell down. A penis fracture. <laughs> you know, I'm going to be just like a jackrabbit. That's the problem. Results in a penis that bulges and appears purple and looks like an eggplant. I've seen okay. I've seen that emoji. Oh. Immediate okay. pain, popping or cracking sound, rapid loss of erection, swelling in the shaft, discoloration. Good lord, left untreated. It might result in a curved penis or a permanent you know, this is serious shit, Jake. Wow, it's a boomerang. You guys better be careful. <laughs> Ladies. Yeah. Make sure your your significant other, should you be with a male partner, slows down. Yeah, that's exactly. I think this. I think this whole segment really is about slowing down during sex. And Let's and just take if you're easy. on top, you need to be careful, right? Don't go slamming around up there. You get a feel for it, you know. You got you got an idea that how far you can go before you're gonna risk a breakage. Yeah. Okay. You don't want to stub it, you know. Oof. And now a little old school gold. This was actually a Bob gem, um, but I really liked it. So sometimes you get in a really heated argument and you get really attached to being right and you forget like you forget that you love each other. You're not enemies. This is not a war that you're trying to win. You're not trying to conquer or dominate the other person. And um, Bob and his boyfriend at the time had a, 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 like a safe, not a safe word, but like uh, kind of like a silly code word. And it was chocolate pudding. 
So like whenever things would be like a screaming match about leaving your boots by the door or, you know, not doing X, Y, or Z, it'd be like, babe, chocolate pudding. And it kind of like reminds mm. them like something that was cute in your relationship or something that brings you back to like how much you love each other or something silly, something funny to break the tension or like to, hey, snap you out of that kind of rut that you've gotten in or like this jag where you're like, this is a game and this is a fight. I'm going to win this fight. I'm going to be right. And it's like, hey, well, we love each other. You know, we can get, let's calm down and talk this through. And it also brings levity because it's ridiculous. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. All right. I didn't catch up with you, Schnoose. Yeah, no. Yeah, I'm here. Oh, my God. Jake, I don't know if you've been listening when we've had to do these remotely, but Janice has a crush on Ian, the horse barrier. That's mm-hmm. a man. This is news. Yeah, he hasn't been around. Janice is. Have you had a boyfriend? Um. Oh, yes. When I was very young, I went out with a guy named Les. How did that work out? He played baritone and I played trombone in the school band. What's baritone? I know that's a oh, tone. It's but a, is that an actual instrument? Yes. The barit, the, the barit, it's like a small tuba. Oh. I think they call you it. You played the trombone? I sure did. I, and How I made did we just learn that? And I made it all the way to first trombone. I started out as third. Is to you, Jake? <laughs> wow. And but you know I what? I see it. I guess and, I can too. And you know what? They had a reunion. Do you have any video? Um, I got some pictures. I want to see little Janice with the trombone. Me too. Yeah. I was in high school. All from grade 8 to grade 12, I played trombone. And we were in the school band. And Les was in the school band. Of course, the horn section. We were all kind of badasses back there. (laughs) Bad. Anyway, he was back there. And when we went on a tour to England and Scotland with our band, and he and I just kind of, we didn't really do anything. I remember sitting close to him in his car. But I don't remember. There was no sex. Oh. It was just kind of a, maybe kissy kissy. That's sweet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, how did I get into this? Where was I She's going? got a crush on the horse guy. Horse guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what happened I to Ian? I haven't seen Ian. He hasn't been around. You made no progress here? I thought no. you were going to ask him to go out. No, I'm not interested in, I, I, I really, it, it's just It's just a little thing. I like to look out my window. I like to see him walk down the path with his skirt on. I like the whole thing around it. Hmm. I don't really want to sit on his broken beans. No, it's not broken yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> Hopefully not. Can't, yes, you I, can't sit on that. Didn't you learn anything? 
No. Oof, no, I don't want to have sexual relations with him. Okay. It yeah. just, it's just a tittery thing. So nothing, you get nothing for me? Wow. What do you mean nothing? I'm just looking for an update on life. You know why? Because I'm trying to avoid the giant elephant in the room that we're on the verge of World War III. So if you could try oh, to... Yes. Yeah. Please. Anything? Isn't it interesting that, you know, it was so... You know, Megan, your social media maven. Yes. Am I allowed to call her maven? She's, but, I mean, like 10, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and she's... <laughs> I, I, I love Megan. I think she's really cool. She's a good and, kid. And so... It was interesting. She wrote us a note. She said, I'm going to, it was just after the attack uh, at the music festival, Hamas. Right. Right. It was just after the attack on Israel. And she said, I'm going to hold off. And and so when you're in the media, especially when you're in comedy or radio, any any kind of media, you go, can we, should we, should we, can we? Like, when's the line, right? And and it it is precarious. I know. And I, and I, and that's what I said. I said to her, I said, you know, we have to be sensitive, but we also have to offer. You have to, right? It's so weird. I was thinking, me and the other side, guys, of, of, uh, right, with levity, levity. a break. And I I thought about it, even all the ways I was trying to, yesterday, I was like, what are we going to talk about? What are we going to talk about? I was like searching the news and this is all that's on there. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh God, we're not, I'm not an expert in this. I don't, you know. And then I'm like, people want to break from this. And then it's like, but if we don't say anything, are we just complete asshole? Like, it's really tough. It is so tough to figure. Exactly. Go ahead, Jake. I was just say Janice and I were talking about this before you got here about, do we, do you need to have an opinion? Like, I kind of think you do, but I'm not suggesting you should push it on anyone, but there's a definite, this is interesting. I only say because I only say because I, I don't I, love to push know, my opinions on people unless I'm an expert, but this is a very, right. this is a bit different. But like onto my social media, I, I try to stay off social media as much I as possible. Know, I, I know. just have one too many white Western friends that aren't even Jewish that have an opinion. And I'm like, I, I don't need to hear from you. You know, I totally like, understand that. But here's the part that makes me a bit concerned. Is that this is going to be a big problem globally. I think. Right now, everyone's like, can we just hold on? And I I think that in some cases is getting misinterpreted at the horror of what happened in Israel. And then it's like people are seeming they want to be sympathetic to Palestinians that aren't Hamas. And it's just a fucking mess. But I I wonder, I don't know, Jake, I, I do think we need to be educated because I think we're going to be involved in a very huge way soon. And that does worry me deeply. I, then I guess I guess what I mean is people's opinion on social social I know stuff. What you're saying. Because it's, yeah. it's it's always it's always. And they're not like, an expert. It's like be an expert and educate me. Like why did this happen? Yeah. What's the history of this? It just feels like another trend. Like remember when people were changing yeah. their Facebook profiles? Oh my god, like the flags! Flag. I wouldn't post a flag. I was like, it's I'm not doing like, this, and I didn't post a black square like. because it's like there. You're right. With social media, mm-hmm. it is it becomes trendy, and I was like, this is not trendy, and I'm not I'm not subscribing to that. Yeah. Um, but I just, I, I would encourage people simply because I do think it's going to impact our lives very, very deeply. And I, uh, you know, what's crazy. I've been to Palestine and I, I have, I'm my dad's Arab. My mom's a Jew. I have a lot of Israeli friends. I also have a lot of Arab friends, especially Deshana. And it's fascinating to see how they struggle to see anyway. I, again, I'm not going to get mean to that because I am not an expert in it, but I do encourage people. I want to acknowledge it so you guys don't think that we're just assholes who 
are pretending like this isn't happening in the world. But I, I encourage people to go to get out of your echo chamber as well and try to look for experts that can present at least the history. I think the history is important. I agree with you. But I will never, I think what Hamas did is evil. I'm throwing that out there. I will never justify that. Never, not ever, never. I think it's evil and there will never be a moment where I don't think so. I'm not suggesting that, that it gives anybody the right to go and kill other children or any of that, but I will never take that back. I don't care what the history says. But but you're right in the fact that you do need to know the history. You need to know what walked what walked it up to there to this yeah. point. How did we get to this point? And I think that's really valid. It's like same as 9-11. How not, these things don't just happen. No, hell no. They don't. No. So there's the a there's a there's a march insane. to it. Right? Yeah. So when you start to uncover it and go, oh, okay. But I think it, understanding that, by the way, the fact that you say that, Janice allows, if there is any hope in the future, allows somebody brokering peace to be able to be like, okay, I understand what happened here and I understand what, it buys you the ability to, at least Hamas will never come to the table. They haven't come to the table. They've rejected every every potential offer apparently and not countered. But should there be a different regime, government, individual in place, you're going to have to know the history, like whoever's there's a really interesting episode I encourage people to listen to with Jared Kushner on Lex Fridman. Because remember, Jared Kushner was put in charge of brokering peace in that region. I can't buy. I, I got to disagree with you on that. Really? Jill, the fact what I will never listen to Jared Kushner tell me anything about history. Or, no, not history. He's talking about the because remember, he's the one who brokered the deal with Qatar. Have you, have you listened to anything Lex? Any Lex Friedman stuff? Um, I, I, I have very neutral. Okay, let I, I, I haven't. I will, but I will not listen. I'm sorry, I can't buy the guy. He, he's, he's a privileged white boy who, who, who. He's a put, Jew. Wait, and which one? Jared. Jared. Okay. Who, who, Lex is a Jew as well. Yeah. Yeah. But he, but he, he what business did he have brokering any fucking okay, deal on. with anybody? But he did actually hold on. He actually uh. did some great things. He actually got pretty far. He, He's also got $2 billion or whatever. But, 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 but put all of that aside right now. He was in charge of, of creating peace over there, and he made a lot of headway. But why him? He, he, he did God, a deal with the UAE. But, but I get Jill, it. But, but I, Jay, I can't. I, I, but Janice, listen, you could say why him, but he did a deal with the UAE and Israel, which was un, unthinkable at the time. Qatar, all of that. That was unthinkable. He's just very well versed on it. For, and I think it's an interesting episode. But anyway, I, 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 I'm not here to, to, to bring you guys down or to push an opinion or anything like that. I just feel like we have to kind of, we have to acknowledge it and we have to encourage people to, to be educated on it. I think, and, and I, because it's gonna, it's going to ser- it, it seriously impact us, and uh, yeah, and I think it's okay. I, I think we have to allow ourselves to see, to, to say. I feel that I feel strongly in supporting this, yet I also have empathy for this. Yeah. And I have not, not, but, you know, like we, yeah. can, we can have this duality where we're allowed. Sometimes I think we have to feel like we have to choose a side. We must. And, and sometimes we, we can feel for both sides. I agree. The one thing that I just want to say, because I find there's been a lot of cowardice around this in the media, and I don't want to ever go down as that, is people will not address Hamas as terrorists. I personally believe that is terror. That is terror at its, its, its nth degree. I will never have 
any sympathy for actions of that nature. I, I haven't heard anybody not calling them. Oh my God, they'll call them gunmen. Yeah, they, it's they been walk a around huge. It's, weird. it's very weird. It doesn't make. I like. I don't understand it, why. It, yep, they'll call them gunmen. They uh, who's they like certain the media. media. The media, the leftist, more left media the, outlets. The militants, the the yes, they won't yeah. call them. CNN did the other day though, when I sent it to Deshanna, they called them the seven terror attacks, and I was like, wow, okay, good. Getting warmer. Yeah, Getting warmer. Exactly. I was listening to Ben Shapiro, who's, you know, big conservative commentator, but Jewish, like very, very, like, uh, I think he's Orthodox Jew. And he was saying, my people, my people, my people. What do you guys think of that? I'm curious. My people were slaughtered. My people, my people. Not the, not what happened, but the my people phrase. It depends on how connected he feels and is to the Jewish very. community. He feels very. Yeah. He's by blood. I, Judaism is is yeah. an ethnicity because I have Jewish blood. My mom's I'm, mom ran from the Nazis, Russian Jew. Yeah, we're Jewish. I I have family that was you know left in in Europe. I'm pretty sure from my grandma's side. Like right, it, you know. it, it's in the bloodline. Yeah. On Twenty Three and Me, it's not like oh, do you read the Torah? Have you had a bar mitzvah? No, it's a bloodline. It's, yeah. and I had this fight as a kid, little kid, with a friend of mine who said I, I was like, what nationality are you? She's like, I'm Jewish. I was, you know, little. I'm like, no, you're not. That's a religion. It's both. Yeah, I, both. I mean, I'm, I'm a white dude from Los Angeles, but like, I'm, I'm really not connected. Religious. Yeah, and, and I'm connected to the Jewish community through tradition and of stuff. Course. Right. And it's always felt like a safe place for me because it has been. Um, I was in the shooting at the JCC when I was six or seven. When that guy came in with an Uzi in the North Valley JCC and shot us up. Are you so serious, like? Jim? It's always been in my I'm just life. Learning all this stuff. You were to you shoot Janice Lee's the trombone. Yeah, it's. it's oh wow, you know, and uh, boy, am I ever proud of that at this point in the conversation? <laughs> <laughs> you were oh, shot at, and Janice plays the trombone. <laughs> okay, wow. You know, I'm just gonna sit this one out. Okay, okay that's yeah. fine. Yeah, but, okay. But that that connected me to you know from a young age. I learned like there are people that hate Jews enough to go to try to kill that. Jewish children I know in that. America. I know all of this. Yeah. I know Jews have been uh, like hunted to the point of near extinction. There's 15 million left in the I know all this. This this is the my people. I'm just saying put all of this aside. I think it, I think it I don't like it helps it. but it helps him I don't like and it. and people feel I want I want connected. to be wrong. But I think it's the opposite. When you say these are my people, I think you're saying everybody else are not. And I think that's oh, I didn't the even problem. Hear it like, I don't hear it like that at all. See, yeah, that's how I hear it right away. My people. That's Well, that's because we are so used to in this day and age people saying when people are saying my people, they are being divisive and, and trying to separate people. But I think he's just saying like, these are my people. This hurts me on a different level. Right. I get that. I feel this deeply. I don't know. I didn't listen to him. I don't I don't like him. You know what it is? I, I just feel like everybody is my people. We're human. We're 99.9999999999% genetically identical. What do you mean? Your people. I don't like that. And I get what you're saying, Jake, and you're like, uh, I, I think it's it, it brings it home and it's more personal and he feels it deeply. And I understand that, right? But to me, I don't look at gays and go, my people. I don't look at Jews and go, my people. I don't look at Arabs and think, my people. I don't like that. I think that is part of the problem, is seeing a certain group of people as your people. And to me, it it, it worries me that then everybody else is not your people. Mm. And so I don't like it. I just don't. It, I've avoided that my whole life. I've never subscribed to a subculture. 
I've actually hated that about the gay community. I'm like, what is that? Gay bars. Why? Because, are you kidding? No. We, because there was no safe safe places. There was a, a, Okay, there, okay, but now where, why? Well, where's the gay bars now? They're gone. No, they're, they're gay, not. They're everywhere. West, gay? West Hollywood is crazy. No, no, yeah. no. I understand West Hollywood. That's, that's an anomaly. West Hollywood is... is no, they're is, all is, over is, every major city. Fire Island. No, not really. New York. Not really. A lot of them, uh, especially the lesbian bars, are gone. Not they, here. Maybe not here, but in, in general, they are disappearing because gay people are, into, are, are, are integrating into... I prefer see, that. Big time. Right, but at the big time, time I prefer integration. I, I get the hit past of it. I see your point with the past Absolutely. of it, but it's been a long time Wait. since it's been dangerous. Arguably, the whole time I've been gay, I've never felt in danger. But isn't that also a thing where it's, it's isn't it good? It's like you're safe here. This is now everybody's bar. Is is that not good? I you're I, welcome to your kind of thing. I, maybe some, maybe in progress. I mean, Los Angeles is a very progressive city. You go into any smaller community. Are you kidding? I was in Jackson Hole at the local, and I don't mean the golden cowboy bullshit where the tourists go. I mean the real bar by Norris Fish Creek Inn, just down the street from my house, where the locals go on Sunday to play pool and dance and listen to live music. And there were a couple of lesbians and one had hair in her armpits dancing with the cowboy and my friggin' jaw almost fell off my face. I couldn't believe it. And I was judging her because of the hair in her armpits. She was too granola for me. <laughs> okay, Jill, I'll challenge you on this. Do I it. gotta admit, do it. Uh, since you've been married, since okay. you've been with 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 Deshanna, Deshanna and I'm, fair, I'm not fair. and I know Deshanna is right. She is right, yes. I know very, that. Very conservative. And so I'm just that's socially per se, but yes. Right. And and this is don't get me wrong, I'm just gonna do it. I have noticed that your listening and your uh your input from sources mm-hmm. has drastically shifted right. Okay. Right. And and you when I first met you, you were I'm not saying far left. I was far left. But you were left. Yes. So now, like, I see the people you're quoting are really right. Like, you don't quote the left much anymore. So okay, hold on. I hear you completely. In first meeting my wife and having such vast differences of opinion. I'm sure when you first met. Okay. I'll never forget that I, you know, as a person on the left. I thought, and this is before 2020 also, okay? Because that is, this is not all to Shanna. This is what's happened in the world with the extreme left. I was, I was going to say, the woke like left has turned a lot of us off. It's kind of shit the bed. Yeah. And Bill a lot Maher, of subjects. And even and Elon Musk, those guys were like, I was center left. And then I became center and then center right. And they're like, and I haven't changed. The world has changed around me. And in truth, my positions actually haven't changed. My positions on abortion, my positions on everything have remained the same. My position on immigration, my position, like I, but the world has changed around me. So she did expose me because I was like, well, we're the good guys on the left, right? We, we're the ones that are tolerant. You're not tolerant. And she's like, you're the fucking least tolerant. And I'll never forget, I then saw this, there was this blog on Instagram when everything started to go political, right? Mm -hmm. Things that are supposed to be funny started to be political. Everything started to go political. And um, it was on a blog called Scary Mommy. (laughs) And it was like, if you wear a burqa, I'll hold your hand, right? If you 
pray to Allah, if you read the Torah, all these minority groups, if you are trans, all these things, right? Like, I'll be your homie. And then in the comments, someone goes, what if I'm wearing a MAGA hat? And the whoever owned that page was like, well, as long as you're not like ruining everyone's lives. And I was like, oh, shit. And it is. It's like, no, you need to subscribe to our doctrine and our dogma or you're out. And then I started to see all of my friends and I started listening to guys like Gad Sad, who's a PhD, um, an evolutionary psychologist, who's a Lebanese Jew who, you know, fleed the civil war in Lebanon and people who were independent thinkers. And they were starting to say, okay, hold on, this is getting crazy. And Bill Maher is like, I was a true liberal. Liberal means live and let live. I still am a live and let liver. But I have found that the left has gone just as crazy as the extreme right. All I'm saying is with with Deshanna, right? She basically made me look at different sides of an argument. And the world went crazy at the same time. Yeah. And I have, don't get me wrong. This is not, this is not Janice. Janice doesn't agree with Deshanna. Your Janice blames Deshanna for steering. I swear it's not Deshanna. I promise you. No, no, no. I, and, and that's what I mean. I want to, I want to make that clear. However, I just, I don't see you, uh, I don't see you quoting, um, uh, a lot of women comment commentators. I don't see you. You're, you're, you're like I just I I okay, think you okay. you say to me, Janice, you need to op- you know or, or to Jake to both of us, you need to open up and listen to the different sides. And I agree. I guess. However, I would challenge you. Okay, who do you want me to, to some, listen to? How about Nicole Wallace? What's she on? I listen to Megyn Kelly. <laughs> but right, I also but, but Megyn Kelly's right. right. I do get CNN news feeds as well. What about Rachel Maddow? I listen to Maddow sometimes. She does the same kind of omitting facts on the left, but same story on the right. They both right. do it. I, I, I just, I would challenge you. I do listen you're to Matt out, though. And I listen to Anderson Cooper. Okay. No, you don't think so? No, I, if, if you do, I, I, all I'm saying is, listen, I, I think you, you're, I, 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 I believe that, that you're, you're, you're heading down a path of, these guys, these the Lex and the Bens and the Rogans, and, and it's like there's this whole other world of, of people that are saying things that I I don't know if you're. I you know don't what? Really know you if you're... show me a woman that's willing to call bullshit on ninety nine percent of what's going on right now, and I'll be so excited because the only one I see is Megyn Kelly, and I don't agree with everything she says at all, but the one that turns around and says, "Actually, these aren't gunmen; they're terrorists." Where is she? Where is that girl? Brianna like, Gray. I mean, there's a, there, I, I mean, I, 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 listen, I hope so. I want a woman that's like, actually, obesity kills people. Where is that woman? Like, where, where is the woman that's brave enough to do what, uh, I, right, me, hope God, but I'm not a political commentator. I can do it in my own area of work. Like, where is the woman that's going to say, what a Bill Maher is going to say. I, I, I'm i not finding her. And I don't always agree with Bill Maher. You know I have my issues with Bill Maher. But at least he's calling bullshit to so much of this. You tell me what news show you want me to watch. I'll watch it. Okay, I want you to watch Aaron Burnett. I watch Aaron Burnett. CNN. I want you to watch Nicole Wallace on MSNBC. I don't watch Nicole Wallace, but I, I want you to watch a bit more of Maddow. I want you to I've watch Brianna Gray. And I can't remember where Brianna... I watch Maddow and Aaron Burnett. So how come you don't quote any of them? How come you don't bring them into the conversation? Because I've been left for so long. I know the dialogue there. I've definitely moved more to a digital media thing. 
personally, like I don't, I don't watch Fox News. I listen to people online more and podcasts, but, but I, I do. just think, I just think that there's, I think that you're spilling some of the Kool-Aid. You're just jealous of Maddow's hair. You want me to? No, I just think that <laughs> you're jealous of Maddow's You want hair. me to watch Maddow because you like her hair. <laughs> They like her hair. Yeah, that's why I watch certain news is because <laughs> of their hair. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should, too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. are delicious do you think these are or, it doesn't say organic what are they they look like um oh no oh no <laughs> jake try these yeah they're water lily seeds thank you these are delicious <laughs> chili <Water lily>. <laughs> <laughs> those are nice what do you think no janice is choking to death all right, all right, all right i'll try it, it tastes like muscat it tastes like ass no <laughs> delicious jake Ass with a sprinkle of chili. Right? Really? Ass? Smell your breath now. Oh, ass. Shit. I've never tasted ass that tastes like this. <laughs> there you go. Fortunately. Wow. Okay. You started it. No. Oh, I need something to change the taste. Wow. You're going to leave the studio? I'm buying my apple. No. I got, I got some apple. Thank you, Jake. Wow. Oh, you didn't put your apple on the table of the collective I snacks? For, I forgot. You I... got. Guys, listen to this. Everybody comes in, and it's like an ashram in here. If it's an ashram, it's like a commune. Ashram. <laughs> <laughs> the table. Everybody puts their snacks out. Community snacks. And Janice, Jake and I each pulled an apple. Here. And Janice, we just found out, held snacks back here. in her backpack. I just, oh! oh! <laughs> I just, wow! I, I, she, she just pulled out two, two granola bars. Like Mary Poppins' bag of snacks over here. A oh, two- my oh my God! You dirty little hoarder! I didn't mean to. I really, truly didn't to. mean to. Talk about omitting facts! Wow, absolutely right. I'm sorry, but that really—I can't concentrate. My breath is <laughs> pretty bad. Aren't they really? <laughs> Chill. All right. Yeah. Luckily, they're not a sponsor. Okay. <laughs> God. <laughs> like, uh, okay. Jake was talking about a casino. You know what we've been doing is 
going to the Hard Rock Casino mm. in, it's like Hollywood, Florida. Yeah, I, I'm probably going there for a couple weeks this month or uh, mm. in November. Really? Yeah. Oh my God, tell me because we're going to be there, obviously. Yeah, they've got a, they, they run actually year round, uh, like quarterly, they run a, a big poker series. And uh, it's a fun, it's a fun time to go out there. You know, they're, they're mid stakes poker tournaments, but like different scenery. It's in Florida instead of LA. And it's nice. It, it, the smoking is so bad. I can barely stay in there. They have one room that's smoke free. All poker rooms across the world. I mean, unless like maybe there's some private one, but all poker rooms are smoking free. Thank God. They are, yeah. Jake? You can't smoke in poker rooms. Why do they allow such rampant smoking yeah. period? Like you walk in and it's it's like your eyes just bleed. Yeah, Vegas is rough. Bleed. Too. It's so bad. My dad likes to play poker. And it's just so Jake and Janice were chit-chatting about Morongo Casino here in California, and Jake said it's smoke free. The poker room is for sure. I'm not sure about the floor. Well, I've gambled at Agua Cleante yeah. off of Bob Hope, and it was smoke free. And I was, I, I kept on, and so I said to the security, oh. I said, Why does it smell so good? It's <laughs> <laughs> shocking. And she told me it's a smoke free, and they did it after COVID, and I guess they kept it that way. I try to play roulette because you have the best odds 48% on black or red. Or odd or even, 48% odds you'll win. Roulette's one of the worst odds. (gasps) I was just going to say. I So there's a roulette wheel. Yeah. There's a one green zero. That's my my 2%, not 50-50. Some of them have two green zeros. And now some of them have three green zeros. (gasps) The cheaper the buy-in for these games, the more zeros these things have. Really? Yeah. So you go to the high stakes rooms. I know this for all my gambling, you know, degenerate friends in Vegas. I thought I had the best odds at that. The best odds is is the pass line on craps. It's like even money. I was just gonna say it's craps. Yeah. It still, yeah, obviously not all the crazy bets, but like the your initial bet and the money you could place behind it is the best odds. And then I guess if you play blackjack perfectly or something, it's probably decent. But you're always gonna lose, of course, over time. They're not gonna run a game that they're gonna let you win at. I. It's so interesting because we'll go and it's like what do you want to do you know and you have your like list of activities and sometimes i think it's fun to go there and spend a couple hours gambling we'll take a few hundred bucks Deshanna gets actually upset i'm like but honey this is an activity like <laughs> we're, we're, right. spending, we're spending money on an activity like plan on losing that is the way to view it yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah, yeah she won't she absolutely <laughs> will not she's like i don't like to lose i'm like you've already lost the minute you walked in the door you're gonna pay so what is what is what does she like to play? Oh God! I just got her off of slots, the one arm bandits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love slots. She burned through a hundred bucks in twenty minutes, and I oh, was like, "Stop!" For sure. Yeah. It's easy. Then I moved her over to roulette. But the the slots are where they get you the most uh, reward points to come back and get rooms and stuff. So that's that that's right because yeah. they can track you. Yeah. yeah. But I'm not staying at the Hard Rock in Hollywood, Florida. Have you eaten there at some of the restaurants? Yeah. They've got that sushi place in there that's amazing. Oh, they got a good sushi spot? Oh, my God. It's so good. Oh, my God. It's really, it. really good. What's it called? Uh, yeah, I have it on my phone. Because there's one it. called, like, Marquee that has caviar, but she won't go there. Where's like, Hollywood, Florida? Is it, like, it's north? like Fort Lauderdale. Oh, north. Yeah, it's north. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. It's it's South Florida. It's just north of Miami. Yeah, north of Miami. Yeah, South yeah. Florida, but north of Miami. Exactly. Uh, and we also have... You know, when Disney I go World. to my yoga retreat yeah. in February, yeah. I got a flight. <gasps> I booked it on points. Oh. And it's stopping in Miami for oh. seven hours. And I thought, 
I know. I know. That's what you do. Seven hours. So I thought I'm going to go in. I'm going to go somewhere in Miami. So I will have to get a tip as to where I want to see the beach. I should only have seven hours. Can't you get from the... I thought the airport was really central. Yeah. Still seven hours. You're going to have to get back like two hours before and go through security. Oh, yeah. I forgot about security. It's a bitch there. It's not great there. Oh, really? Oh, it's, it's actually one of the worst security Oh, thank you. It takes forever. Unless you're TSA, then it'll move a little quicker. Or if you have clear and you go through the JetBlue terminal. Oh, God. I can't. No. Oh, thank you for telling me that. Mm, Yeah. I watched this whole comedy thing about how this guy has like the credit card and the whole thing for the for the early boarding. And then people still get into like the group one. And he was just apoplectic about it. He's like, (laughs) does your say group one? doesn't say group one. He's like, this is what the responsible people did. Okay. They got the credit card, right? They did the TSA thing. And yours says group four. And it's like, it's a whole thing. I was, and I realized that, you know, when they call group one and everybody rushes the thing, I'm like, there's no way all of you people are group one. This Uh, is bullshit. I got the, I got the credit card that, that pays for my global entry fee or whatever it is. American Express will do that. I can't get an appointment (gasps) to get it's been a year and a half, and I can't book an appointment to get a global entry what? interview. Why? Look them up. They're crazy booked. They're like years out. LA, all the- Do it in another state. You can get it in Florida What quick. am I going to do? You know- When you're in Florida, do it there. That's probably a good idea. But do it in Florida. LA doesn't have a single one. It's really? crazy. Mm-hmm. You want to hear something really weird about this? Apparently, I committed a crime. <gasps> yeah. Just one? I, get, I think so. And it had to do with smuggling something, some sort of fruit through customs. So listen to this. I have global entry. So guys, anybody listening, global entry is when you're an exemplary citizen like myself. Oh my God. And you can like Please. get the TSA line, right? So you, it's a quicker line. It's, next, we have, it's called Nexus in Canada. And here it's global entry. Okay. In the country that counts. And... <laughs> <laughs> You paid for it. Don't tell me you're an exemplary citizen. No, listen. So you have this major background check, Mm -hmm. right? Then they'll give you an interview. And I already got mine this years ago. Mm -hmm. So it came time to reapply pre-COVID. Oh, right, right, right. And I went to reapply and they rejected me. And I was like, what? And it said I had some sort of like a customs thing. I then like you have to write to the something something I can't even remember the something whatever in charge of the whatever I wrote again I'm like I don't even know what this is I've never been stopped at customs in my life rejected me again they're like you have to provide all the court documents I'm like there are no court documents because this didn't happen right thank god John Carlo has a friend named Kenny who works at the State Department. John Carlo, sorry. <laughs> you don't know Kenny at the State Department? He has. <laughs> hey, okay, two things. John Carlo always has a friend somewhere. It just kills me. He's always got. Yeah, I've talked to my buddy uh, Jojo in the, you know, in the. But <laughs> I have heard. You, the, yeah, I think you've overused Kenny on many. I've occasions. used Kenny quite a few times. I was gonna say. Okay, but I was like Kenny. What is this? Because I couldn't. They kept rejecting me, and I couldn't get any answers. You can request through the Freedom of Information Act, because I couldn't. So I wrote FOIA, and I was like, "What crime do you have on record that I have committed? Who? How did you possibly know where to write, Kenny? Oh, Kenny, of course. That's what I'm saying. Kenny knew. Kenny told me what to do. But had I not had a Kenny, I would have no idea what this is. And by the way, 
I never found out because it doesn't exist. FOIA just cleared it. They Whoever was there wiped it and said, you're good to go reapply. I bet you they have one of your body shred DVDs. It's something. It's yeah. That, you were going through and one of the TSA guys was like, this, that bitch. this bitch has That's a fucking apricot. That's exactly She's what I think happened. She's got an apricot from South Africa. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That? Yeah. I've accidentally had a... a piece of fruit in my bag well Heidi, Heidi smuggled some tulip bulbs in from Amsterdam I, but I that wasn't me yeah that was her I was like you've got the wrong man but by the way that wasn't it so here's what's so creepy is that this can happen to you and it wasn't like you know oh fraud case of Mistina. You know, oh you've got it five foreclosures on your house because you opened multiple mortgages from Nigeria no nothing like that it was really weird but you can use the freedom of this thing's so cool nobody you can find out who killed JFK through this thing. <laughs> I'm going to break it. <laughs> there it is. Is it a website? Freedom of information? The, in America. Oh, my God. A country that matters. There's a- <laughs> oh my God. It's a .com thing, not a .ca thing. You know? <laughs> it's very good, Jake. Yeah. We have. Did you know that? We're .ca, not .com. Well, no one cares. So no one know. <laughs> Do I have to remind you about the Canadian arm once again? What's that again? <gasps> NASA. We... I told you, and I think in our first show, back together, the Canadian arm was the thing created out in space, gathering information, a great big arm hooked onto the International Space Station. You guys didn't do the James Webb Telescope. Oh, my God. Here we go again. Now back way to, better. Now, back to, we've created a lot of things. Don't make fun of the Canadians. That's we got to let them have it. It's, it's what the, you know. That's easy prey. Canadians, you know. I, I mean, on the housewife's tail. Many people are escaping as refugees to Canada. On the Housewives' Tale? It's a TV show. It was a book. You'd like it. It's very you sure you're not talking about The Handmaid's Tale? Oh, that one. <laughs> <laughs> What's the difference? The real handmaids of Miami. <laughs> true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at Midi understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And Midi can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. 
Midi clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com.